0: Welcome to the Beginner Audiophile Show, where we bridge the gap between the clueless big box stores and the snobby stereo shops. Every show is filled with gear reviews, commentary, and interviews aimed to find out what makes a real world difference in your listening experience, how to get the most bang for your buck, and frankly, how to begin experiencing your music the way it was intended.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Beginner Audiophile. It's Michael O'Neill here in sunny Long Beach, California. You may realize that my my location has changed. So right at the beginning of this uh, pandemic, like right around March 9th, I moved from San Diego to uh, Long Beach. And I'm, I'm here just in time to have never checked out anything in my new city. So, But it's actually given me a lot of time to get my new place dialed in and uh, this episode, I've got a couple things I want to run by you. Number one, uh, a little later in the episode, I've got an interview with Eric Johnson, who is the founder of Helm Audio, uh, who's doing a really, really cool thing for first responders during the pandemic, uh, as well as have they have amazing new products coming out uh, in the headphone game. And I'm going to talk to you a bit about the headphone game before I jump on uh, with Eric. But prior to that, I'm going to tell you a bit about my new setup in my house and kind of what I've done. So... The, um, the layout is, it's, uh, it's really interesting. I mean, I moved up here. Everybody asks me, like, why did you move to uh, Long Beach? And I say, four-car garage. So if you guys know me at all, if you follow any of my other channels, I'm like a huge car nerd. Specifically, I love vintage Porsches. So I have a 1969 911 that I uh, restored many years ago. And I created this brand called Wrench, which is R-E-N-N-C-H to do uh like vintage uh restoration and repair and stuff on youtube so i have a wrench youtube channel which is uh, dot com slash youtube if you guys want to check it out and the reason i moved up here is because i've got this build i bought another 69 911 and i wanted to do the build on the youtube channel and i was stuffed into this little single car garage in san diego so this thing came up, it, it's, it's a, a unicorn of a house, the fact that it has a four-car garage, and then it's a three-bedroom house, and it's in a really cool location. I'm just a few, you know, 20, 30 minutes out of LA, and so I'm sort of right in the thick of things. I'm very close to, uh, let's see, what's not too far from me. Elac is not too far from me. Um, God, there's a whole bunch of little headphone company. I, I, I don't. I haven't been able to explore, <laughs> but I know Elac's not too far. Anyway part of the challenge and and goal of the four car garage is that I want to make it and not only like a studio space, but kind of an event space as well. I want my other portion nerd friends to be able to come over and have these big, you know, events. Um, So what I've done is I've made the whole garage into kind of a multimedia uh, experience. So I've installed a full 5.1 surround sound system in the garage And I've done a bunch of in-wall speakers. And these in-wall speakers that I chose were the same ones that I used in my ceiling speakers in my old place, which are made by a company called Micah, which is M-I-C-C-A. And they're really, really cool. They're kind of, they get incredible reviews on Amazon. And I'll tell you what I did. I went with two. Of The mica m80 um, m8s, which are uh, eight inch two way in wall speakers, and they have like 1400 ratings, almost solid five stars, and they're 44 dollars. So that's crazy balls, right? Is that for the pair? No, I think it's 44 bucks each. So 44 bucks each, right? I mean, how do you go wrong? I went, th- I went with the eight inch, might, might as well go bigger. They're very shallow. So, you know, the technology has come so far in the last few years. You remember like back in the days in your garage, you'd have like an old pair of JBL Giganto speakers and some old receiver sitting on a shelf. You guys, some of you probably still do probably sounds amazing by the way. Don't get me wrong with a little lamp cord running to it. Well, things have gotten much more advanced now and and you can do some really cool stuff. So in this garage, I have the two Micah M8S, which are the right and left channel. And then I chose the Micah MCS. Uh M-CS, which is a dual five and a quarter two-way. And that is my, that's like my right, left. And then I have these little Micah, I don't even know what they are actually. Um, let's see, Micah, I think they're like mini bookshelf. They're the MB-42s. They were actually my first exposure to, um, to Micah, my, my brother actually had a set of these MV40, MV42s. And these, by the way, these are tiny little bookshelf speakers. They're $49 for the pair. They have almost 3,400 ratings on Amazon, solid five stars, well, four and three quarter stars. So it's just a great pair of speakers for like no money. And I remember going to my brother's house and he had a really cheap USB uh, record player. And he had a, um, a Polk, like a small Polk audio, maybe eight inch sub with a pair of these Mica, these tiny little MB-42s. Holy shit, it sounded good. I couldn't believe how good it sounded. He probably laid out maybe, maybe 500 bucks, if that, I mean, probably not even close to 500 bucks, but um, Super cool. I mean, just a really great rig. So I'm I'm using those little guys for my right and left channels. And I actually have a a paradigm center channel speaker in the, on the other side that's that I'm using as my surround back, uh, if you will. So let's see here. Let me log into my uh, eBay and I'll tell you what. So then I got a I bought a Denon receiver on um on eBay. And let's see if I can do this. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good security key. So what I bought on eBay was this little Denon uh, X. It's the X3 3100W the X3100. Yeah. So it's uh, Denon AVR X3100W. It's a 7.2 channel uh, AV receiver. And I bought it for like 250 bucks. Uh, actually, I bought it for $203. And it was like 50 bucks for shipping. It's a pretty, a pretty modern receiver. It does all the things. But one of the reasons why I like Denon and Marantz for this kind of thing is that they have the ability to actually make a six, uh, 6.1 system instead of a 7.1. So you can actually, instead of taking two speakers in the rear, you can use something like a center channel or a single speaker in the rear um, and use just, I think the, the surround back left or something like that. And just tell the AVR that you just have a single speaker and it'll say, okay, just connect it to your surround left. And some people don't believe in them. I love the sound effect of a rear, uh, surround. I just think it's awesome. So if you have the, the right, left, center, both sides, and then you've got this sort of rear in the back, when you run that little Dolby Atmos disc or, or some kind of cool, um, demonstration, and you really hear the stuff coming up from directly behind, it's cool. It's a really cool effect. So if you have a spare, I mean, it could, be, because they're effect speakers and you you see it, I, don't, I didn't spend a bunch of money. I spent like 150 bucks maybe on all these speakers from my garage. You don't have, because it's an effect speaker, you don't have to spend a ton. It's not required that you spend a bunch of that stuff. Uh, the other thing I did is those Mica speakers are basically the same ones that I've used in my ceiling. And, and finally, maybe two weeks ago, I decided to get my, get my onesie on and um, go and, and install my ceiling speakers. I had forgotten how much better I like my system when it's Dolby Atmos versus just 5.1 surround sound. And mind you, I'm renting this place. So just a tip for renters since I just went through this if you decide to do ceiling speakers, and this is one of those things that's better to ask uh, forgiveness than permission. But what I would do is um, I didn't tell my landlord at all, my old landlord. And before I moved um, here's the critical piece. You keep the plugs. So if you're going to do your ceiling, cut the holes out, but keep the, keep the thing you cut out, keep the plug from the wall. So any good carpenter or, um, you know, handyman will be able to go in and just patch that thing up. You, you won't, it'll be barely noticeable. Like if you look for it, if they're good at what they do, if someone like really looks for it, they'll go, "Oh, I see there's like a circular outline, but it's kind of like looking at someone's shoes, like uh, in Shawshank Redemption. You just don't that often look at someone's ceiling uh, to check it out. And so, you know, if, unless you're renting a, a zillion dollar place or whatever, I wouldn't worry about it too much. So I did it here. I crawled around in the attic. I crawled around in the floor space. It took me a couple of days. It was the dustiest thing in the world because it's, you know, old plaster. This house is like a hundred years old, but they look beautiful. In fact, what I'll do, uh, when you guys hear this episode, I'm going to put this out today, but um, I'll I'll take pictures of all this stuff and I'll put it in an Instagram post on, on on Beginner Audio File. So just look for one of my recent posts and you'll see pictures of everything I'm talking about. So we got the garage, uh really 6.1 system. I've got an SVS subwoofer in there. I'm hoping that they'll give me another one uh, because they're awesome. And you you can't believe how good it sounds in there. And then I've got this really cheap projector right now made by a company called Goody. I don't recommend it. It's really cheap. But one entire wall of the garage is a movie screen. It's a 140 inch movie screen. So um, then I have my robot bartender made by Bartesian. So when we're allowed to get together, I'll be able to have friends over. The garage looks beautiful. It's got these cool cars in it, and it's just—it's a good vibe. And we'll be able to watch like Le Mans or any classic movie on, on the wall. People will be able to like make their own drinks. We'll have a little bar set up. It's gonna be really cool. So that's the garage. Moving into my studio, I'm using the KEF LS50 Wireless. Connected via um, audio cable or uh, digital audio cable to my my Mac uh, tower. I've got the Cheese Grater Tower, a 2009 tower that I've upgraded to five five uh, comma one and done a crazy upgrade to this machine. So it's kind of a fire breathing monster now with 64 gigs of RAM and a bunch of cool stuff. Um, so that's that's connected there, and and that is what I use for you know, a lot of mixing and if I want to just like work in the kitchen or something, I can crank those up and really good. And then my regular home theater area, still the same that it's been forever. I haven't really changed anything except I've integrated the peach tree, um, 500 into the system now. So I've got my front and, uh, front, right and left running on the peach tree. Uh, that's the one that we talked about a couple of episodes ago. It's awesome. I mean, it really makes a huge difference. It makes my paradigms sing. I've got the, um, uh, I've got the paradigm. What do I have in there? Prestige Studio 85H on the front uh, right and left. I've got their 45 as a center. And then for the surrounds, I'm actually using SVS uh, Prime speakers for the the surrounds. And then I'm using these Mica uh, and SVS subs, of course, a pair of SVS SP2000s. And I think they're going to send me new ones uh, the, because the the brand new SP2000s, this episode might as well be sponsored by SVS, by the way. Uh, go to svsound.com. But the, there's brand new um, SP2000 subs and they have the EQ and all the digital stuff built into them. Dude, I can't tell you how good that is. It's like you can set your subs up for kind of everyday use. And then let's say you have a party or something, you want like a, you want to crank up the bass or something, you just pick up your phone and click a different profile and the subs completely change from, you know, kind of perfectly blended with your front speakers to like the boom and system if you want it. You can pretty much put any profile you want in. You can put a number of different profiles in. And it and it also EQs the room. So it can take out some of those really nasty room nodes. Um, I don't want to say it eliminates the need to do the, the subwoofer crawl. And if you don't know what that is, we covered it in very early episodes of the show, but essentially it means that you put your subwoofer in your seat where you're going to sit uh, to watch movies or, or listen to your system, play a tune, and then you crawl around the circumference of the room on your hands and knees to find out where the bass sounds the best. And once you find that spot, you put a little piece of tape down on the floor and you there should be two or three spots that sound really good. And then you basically choose of those two or three spots, which one is closest to a plug or which one that the spousal acceptance factor will take. And you put the sub there. And so what that does is um, it allows you to really tune the room. It's called the subwoofer crawl. And you, again, you just crawl the circumference to where it sounds good. uh, Put the tape down. And then when you're satisfied with it, you actually put the subwoofer right in that spot. And then when you go and sit in your regular seat, it sounds just the same. It sounds really great. So, um, part B to that is your room will always sound better with two, with two subs over one. So, all we my recommendation is to always go. If you only have like fifteen hundred bucks to go for for a subwoofer or something, instead of getting one like killer one for fifteen hundred bucks, get two uh, medium ones for $1, fifteen hundred bucks. So, like the the SP two thousand, the pair of those I think is like fifteen hundred dollars. And they just—it's just a transformational. From one to two makes all the difference in the world because it really does a great job of pressurizing the room. Um, anyway, so in my bedroom, I have a a pair of the um, Klipsch. Uh, what are those things called? The 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 sixes Klipsch the sixes, and those things are killer. They look vintage. They just look great on a shelf. They're in walnut finish, as are all my speakers, by the way. All my Paradigm 85Hs are walnut. Um, and they look amazing. And then I have a, um, uh, what's the sub I have in there? Uh, what is that thing? I've, hold on, I got to figure it out. That's what it is, I remembered. Um, it's, uh, I've got a quad sub in there. It was actually Dr. Paul's. And it's cool too, because it has a digital, it's got, it's got a remote control. So I can play the clips. It's got a, um, those are, um, active speakers. So they'll take, they'll take your turntable. They will take, you know, um, uh, 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 digital, any digital inputs. They'll take analog inputs. They'll take Bluetooth. So I usually Bluetooth to them. Uh, I'm sort of carrying on this theme of having a projector. So I've got the, um, uh, Optoma. I forget which one it is. It kind of looks like a little square box and I've just got it sitting on a speaker stand. And so it's kind of invisible. I can disconnect it and just sit it in a corner of a room if I want. But then when I set it up, it, it projects on one entire wall. So again, I have like this big 140 inch screen if you want to Netflix and chill, you know, pop in bed and watch a movie. And I've actually just ordered a digital, uh, a long enough digital cable to connect that to the clipshes. So now it's going to sound great. It's going to be killer for just chilling in bed and watching a movie, you know, and then it's invisible. I, I, there's something about not having a, a, a TV in my room that, that I think is good. And what else? Um, I think that's it. Audio wise, I have a pair of SVS prime wireless. I'm not using at the moment. I may set those up in the kitchen. And then I have a uh, Skoche, you know, that company Scosche, S-C-O-S-C-H-E. Um, they've got this killer little bottle speaker that's waterproof that I just use in the shower. I listen to my podcasts and stuff in there, different, whatever I listen to. And um, I think that's all my audio, you guys. I think that's the whole audio for the, the house. But I'll take pictures of all this stuff and I'll throw it on my Instagram account at beginner audiophile. And uh, you can have a look. And, and as always, I would love to see your your setup. So feel free to like DM me different pictures of your stuff and that kind of thing. Um, so moving on to different things. A little difficult right now to get product, as you might imagine. There's a lot of companies that are locked down and or their supply chain uh, has, has been completely stifled. So it's a little difficult to get new gear. But I kind of want to talk a little bit about, uh, just in general, about headphones. Many of us are, you know, I've been working from home since 2000. So this isn't like a gigantic difference to me. But I know many of you are being forced to work at home now. And it's not something that you're used to. So what I would do is, I would, you know, I'm super ADD. And when I was in like a group work environment, you know, a lot of times, you know, the the big hip thing to do in the 2000s was in, in the late nineties, I guess, was to have everybody in one open room versus an office or a cubicle, which is super cool for collaboration. The downside is you, it, for someone like me, the world is just full of distraction. So the best thing I could do is I would just get a good pair of headphones and I would just tell everybody, Hey, I'm going into my office, um, text me or, you know, or email me if you need something, don't just, you know, bother me. And so I put my headphones on. It took me many years to find the kind of music that I was able to work with because I can't do anything because I'm a, a professional drummer, I can't um, and because the lyrics bother me like um, if, if there's singing in the song, it'll it'll distract me. And then also if there's great drums in the song, it'll also distract me. So I tend to need kind of electronic chill, uh, ambient kind of stuff that doesn't really have, you know, a real drummer who's shredding because I'll just, all my brain will just be like, Oh, what's he doing on the hi-hat right there? That was pretty cool. And then I'll just be like, Oh, I'll do it on my leg. And all of a sudden I'm 10 minutes out from trying to be focused. So I, it took me a long time to find that music for myself. Obviously you guys do whatever you got to do, but this to me though, reinforces the need for a, um, just get yourself a good pair of, of headphones. Even if you don't spend a ton of money, you know, we've, we've talked about so many pairs of headphones in the, you know, in the show's history. These ones I have here right in front of me, I really like a lot. Um, Of course we talked very early about the, um, the, uh, I almost said Canon, Canon M50, the Audio-Technica. I think they're the M50X. I have their little brothers on right now. And, they're great because they're great studio headphones. They're 150 bucks, maybe $129 or something now. Let me have a look. Let's see there. The Audio Technica uh, M50X or MX50 or whatever they are. Yeah, they're $129, uh, same kind of drill. Almost 15,000 reviews, almost solid five stars, four and three quarters stars for these things. I mean, they're great. They're the ATH-M50X professional studio monitor headphones. A couple things I love about them. I think they're built really well. I love that they fold down into a little flat package. That is a really, really cool feature to me. Um, they're really great for folding down and for traveling. You can just make them flat. Uh, I also love the Jabra 85H, which I got. And those are really good. They're, they're, um, they, they pack flat as well. They're Bluetooth and they have a little, um, uh, audio. Uh, what am I thinking of here? They've got a little, um, wow. Total brain fart. They have uh, sound sound. Uh, yeah. I know you guys are yelling at you right now. Um, active noise canceling Jeez, Oh man. Yes, they have A and C, and but you can also run them wired, which is what I like about a lot of these. And then these other guys that I have right here, if you want to just go big time, let me see how much these bad boys are. I reviewed these on a couple of a couple of episodes ago. These clear headphones, uh, they are. Were they the Flow? I think these are the. No, well, these aren't the Flow. But man. They are, let me see which ones they are. They're just so gorgeous. Are they the Enduro? They might be the next. I think they're the next. Yeah. So yeah, these, are, and this is a, a nice piece of kit. So these are the, this is a company called Clear. C-L-E-E-R. They are semi open back. So you'll kind of be able to hear a little bit on the outside of them. You can't, like, these things sat in a box. It was one of those things that these were like a CES connection that I made, and they sent me a bunch of stuff, and I said, "Cool, you know, I'll get to that." And these things sat in a box in my foyer for months, and I literally thought they were a pair of another another pair of 150 headphones. And again, it's like, man, when you get to when you get to that level, the Audio Technica is so good for 150 bucks that like, what are you gonna do? And then I took them out of the box, and I said, "Holy crap, these things are!" Absolutely stunning. They are absolutely beautiful. They're they're billet aluminum, softest leather. And I said, "Wait a second, these things aren't 150 bucks." And I went and looked, they're 700. <laughs> so I had a very nice pair of uh, audiophile alloy open back, gorgeous headphones sitting in my my foyer for months and didn't realize that they were as fancy as they are. So point is that if you want to step up to that next level and really have a, a, a discerning pair of headphones, then I think these things are great. They're really fantastic. But point is of all of this is that you, I think this is going to be the new normal, uh, not only for th- during the pandemic. I think there's going to be a lot of people, but like you've got kids running around, you got dogs running around, et cetera, et cetera. But I think there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to look at their productivity numbers and look at their bottom line. I think there's going to be a little dip, but then they're going to see that there was a lot of people that were actually much more productive when they didn't have to drive to work. They didn't have to fight traffic. They didn't have to get babysitters for their kids and get them out to school. And like they, they sat and they cranked on the stuff they needed to, they got it done. Then they went and lived their lives. I think there's going to be a lot of companies that are, you know, renting, leasing 50,000 square foot. Office, comp- office buildings that are going to go, what the heck are we doing? Why are we bothering with this? So getting a nice investment in a nice pair of headphones, I think is a, is a great move now. And I'm not, by the way, I'm not like the consummate headphone guy. I know some people, that's their thing. And certainly there's no better way to get bang for the buck than a beautiful pair of headphones. But I do like the idea of like, it's almost like... Um, micro-investing when it comes to audiophile gear. You know what I mean? Like, so, you can spend two grand on regular speakers and an amp and all that kind of stuff and and get a, you know, pretty decent setup. You know, Of course, you can always get these LS50 wireless and stuff, but by the time you get done with the LS50 wireless and a subwoofer and whatever, you're still looking at, like, four grand. And it's good. Like, it, it'll be a good setup. But you spend, like, a grand or 1500 bucks on a pair of headphones and like a little headphone amp or, or um, a little portable DAC or something like that. You can get magical sound for that amount of money. So you can really tinker at a much lower price level uh, with headphones than you can with kind of full size gear. So I, I don't know. I think it's fun if you're kind of into the hobby. So anyway, that's sort of my, my little dissertation on headphones uh, and, and what, and why I was reached out. Uh, my friend Ari reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and he said, Hey, um, if you know anything about Helm and Helm is really cool. I first discovered Helm audio and, and it is Helm Let me double check this URL, Helm audio.com. Yep. H-E-L-M. If you go there right now to HelmAudio.com and just look at their True Wireless 5.0, they look awesome. They look like they were designed by aliens. They just have this sort of cool, futuristic Epcot Center thing happening. They remind me if you saw a movie in like, I don't know, the 90s, and they were they were trying to demonstrate what a future headphone would look like, like a future earbud. With no wires on it, this is kind of what they would look like. I just think they look really cool. And, I mean, I'm, I'm a guy who can't stand the the Apple AirPods and how they look. They're like something about MaryPods, um, And they sound terrible, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, these Helm, when I was at CES, they won. Um, there's a little sub. There's a, a ballroom where they've taken, they've scanned the entire floor, which is gigantic at CES. And they've hand-selected a bunch of the coolest products that are in the show. And these Helm True Wireless 5.0s were one of those products. I just thought they looked awesome. I haven't heard them yet. But they've, they won an innovation award. They're just fantastic. And what they're doing right now is if you are on the front line, meaning uh, medical staff, nurses, first responders, any uh, armed or service member, you get 50% off of their true wireless five headphones, which is really cool. So if you just go to helmaudio.com and then you'll see the promotion happening uh, right there on the homepage. And then the other thing they're doing is if you know anybody that's a frontline first responder, frontline heroes, what they call them, you can write to helm and tell them why this person should get a set of these uh, earbuds and they'll send them a pair. They're, they're doing uh, two of them per week. So it's really cool. It's a cool promotion. And to, to talk about it more, I was able to chat with uh, Eric Johnson, who's the CEO and founder of Helm. He actually lives in Hong Kong. So there's some pretty interesting insight uh, about you know, COVID and how they're dealing with the whole situation. Um, I did my best to, to not make this into just a giant you know ad. For Helm, I really wanted to just find out kind of what their their goals were and what they were doing with this program. They've got a r- bunch of really cool products that I'm really excited to get my hands on and check out in the next few months. So they're, they're doing their best. You know, it's one, again, one of those companies that this is like, you know, this is a handful of people working for a company that's trying to make really cool, approachable, high-end audio for the masses. So if you can support... Those kinds of companies, I just think it's amazing, you know. Um, I will definitely get a set of these earbuds and find out how they sound and and see what, you know. I'll compare them to my my currents, which are uh, made by Jabra. I'm using the 65Ts right now, and I really love them. And I still use the Hi-Fi Man TWS 600, um, as well as occasionally the Sennheiser. So those are sort of the three in-ears that I use, the, the uh, wireless that I use, which I use all the time when I'm working on the car. I mean, I'm doing so much grinding that I need ear protection. So I just throw on an audio book or throw on a little music and I just crank and, and uh, make the YouTube channel. And without further ado, the founder and CEO of Helm Audio, Mr. Eric Johnson. So at CES 2020, I was walking through the Innovation Awards and I saw these really, really cool pair of earbuds that if you can sort of think of the the white globe, that's kind of like the Epcot Center. They, they reminded me of that a little bit. They, they were black and they had that really cool kind of 3D triangle square thing happening. And they looked like they were designed by aliens in a really good way. Um, and they were the, these um, helm... They're true wireless um, 5.0, I think is what their official name is. And, and um, weirdly my buddy, Ari, who was um, with another company that I worked with a lot for the first year or so of this podcast came up to me and says, yeah, I'm representing Helm now uh, and you got to meet Eric Johnson, who's the founder. And so we chatted for a little bit at uh, CES and, and I'm really excited because Ari reached out to me and, was talking about this promotion they're doing um, because of you know everyone's in the, in the everyone's pretty much locked down right now, and they're doing a thing called Tag Hero. Um, it's it's uh, it's called the Frontline Heroes campaign. This is from Helm, and if you know anybody that is a frontline worker like a nurse or a doctor or anybody that's having to deal uh, on a regular basis with the, this COVID situation, you can nominate them to win a free pair of Uh, earbuds and so even if they don't win a free pair every I think they're doing two pairs a week even if they don't win them they're offering 50% off for anybody that is in the industry and they have to be part of what I believe is called ID now but we can get some more details on it because on the line right now from Hong Kong is Mr. Eric Johnson hello sir
0: hi Mike how How are are you doing well good man I'm I'm locked locked down well you know what that's probably the safest place to be according to the experts. What's it like for you? uh, You
1: you were right there in the middle of it.
0: Well, it's interesting enough because uh, due to the SARS uh, outbreak, uh, you know, back in the the nineties, Hong Kong was the epicenter of that. And uh, a lot of uh, the lessons learned during SARS were immediately rolled out here in Hong Kong. So um, it's a much different environment than the U S and Uh, I would say that shortly after the the COVID-19 was actually identified, uh, almost every single citizen uh, donned a mask here in Hong Kong, which is a U.S. citizen living in Hong Kong, you know, we all all look at that and say, gee, so I really need to do that. But they've been fairly successful in containing the number of cases and really successful in limiting the number of deaths. So, um, uh, obviously... Uh, you do take uh, social distancing uh, very seriously. Um, we, we're practicing some of the same things. We've never had a full lockdown, but we are practicing some of the same things like, uh, you know, limiting the number of people in restaurants, limiting the crowds, uh, you know, the uh, horse racing, which is very popular here in Hong Kong as a, uh, a pastime. Uh, it, they're having the horse racing but it's showing on TV and there are no fans in the stadium. Hmm. So uh, it's quite different. It's a different world.
1: Re- restaurants all, still open?
0: Restaurants are still open. Hmm. And uh, just recently they shut down the pubs and bars uh, for about a month uh, because we're seeing probably right now about uh, anywhere from zero to four cases a day And we have a city of eight million people, so that's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I can't tell you what what caused all that, but for the last week we've been in the single digits and during that period of time, all the cases that have been identified were people who came in from either Europe or the United States, which is interesting. So the number of local cases that have gone from uh, person to person you know, uh, transfer is down to zero. It's been zero for uh, quite a long time. So, uh, I think that's the ultimate goal, obviously, until you have a vaccine or until it goes away like SARS did. Um, you know, it just totally, SARS totally went away. They never developed a vaccine for, for that.
1: So, huh. We just all got uh, resistant to it, I guess.
0: Who knows? I mean, we're just hoping that the world goes back to normal. I don't think anybody ever thought. In, the, in your wildest imagination that this could ever happen. And uh, and uh, I'm just looking at it now, and it's really what's brought us into this uh, promotion that you were just talking about, that we're doing for first responders, hospital workers, doctors, nurses, and the military, by the way. Um, we're doing this because uh, we're obviously, uh, we're a startup, <laughs> we're a small company. And we, you know, I was thinking we, you know, Apple's out donating, you know, a million masks, and you've got uh, other big companies contributing to this, you know, to the health and welfare of the country. And uh, as a small company, you can't do that, you know. So I thought one day, hey, well, why don't we try to give back to the individual healthcare workers because they're working all, all day, and they're working hard, and they are the heroes. And what what we want to do is we want to make their off time of work and as enjoyable as possible. So we came up with the uh, giveaway promotion along with the discount to kind of say, just say, thank you. It's a truly an altruistic uh, uh, thing that we're doing. We're, you know, Obviously, you know, selling, selling units at a super high discount, especially when these supply chains are so, uh, so messed up from uh, the, the pandemic. Um, it's it, it just makes sense to do it for us and so we, we appreciate the fact you' having us on
1: and Yeah, of course you
0: are you are right uh, we're giving away two uh, sets of two the Helm audio 2 wireless 5 uses a qualcomm chipset uh, along with aptX and uh, AAC which gives you uh, much better sound quality and then also we have a custom base card room. Probably known as one of the uh, best sound curves in the industry for two wireless. Hmm. Uh, Battery life about eight hours. And uh, the case comes with a rechargeable case and charges it up to five times so you can get up to 40 hours. I use mine all the time, Uh, especially when you're sitting in the house. uh, It really cuts uh, cuts out all the other noise around you and allows you to get in your own zone so our, well, our well, hold on let me l-
1: let me jump in on that for a second because it's that's actually something i want to talk to you about uh, after this um by the way okay. Hel- helmaudio.com um do, is there a special url for the the um the promotion or should they just go to helmaudio.com and then to for the true wireless 5.0 headphones
0: well what they can do what uh, people who are interested in actually buying the headphones uh would do is just go to helmaudio.com and then look at under Helm True Wireless 5 as a product. And then if you want to exercise the promotion, there are instructions there. And anybody who's familiar with it would go down and they would sign into ID.me. And once they sign into ID.me and the cart, uh, they will go over to the purchase and they'll see a 50% discount. And included with that is free shipping. That's so, so cool. Uh, yeah, the, you know it's a pretty clean deal, and uh, we're having a very good response to the, the sale. And uh, by the way, we're people are really starting to, and you're helping getting the word out. Is that uh, you know we want people to, to show their favorite responder. We really want yeah. to show. We love to. We love to see pictures. Uh, we had some people today uh, actually not have ID.me and just actually sent to our support, support at helmaudio.com, uh, pictures of themselves in the hospital. Uh, we'll post these uh, pictures if they're, if they're acceptable. Uh, we'll get back to the individuals who sent us the pictures of themselves and we post them. We have a gallery section on our website. So if this is about thanking the people that are out there working so hard and giving them something in return that allows them to uh, enjoy uh, music, which we all know, uh, it really kind of calms the nerves and uh, takes you to another space.
1: Well, I love, I, I love the promotion. I think it's great. Again, uh, Helm, H-E-L-M audio.com. And then uh, have a look at their true wireless 5.0 headphones, which is under their products. And you'll see this. Um, Eric, I'm curious about this. You, you mentioned this before we chatted about that. We're in this situation now. Um, you guys make all kinds of different products. You got a lot of stuff in the pipeline to support um, headphones. I mean, you're really a, you're a, effectively a, a headphone. You've got portable DACs coming out. You've got studio planar headphones. You've got just a really a bunch of cool stuff. And I'm sure you're having to deal with a bunch of supply chain stuff and whatever. We'll get through that, and I'm sure things will level out in a couple of months. But I'm really curious about your thoughts on like. If you're in a if you're now in a work environment where you're you got kids now running around and dogs and trash trucks and things like that happening and you you don't have a separate office to work to me putting um I used to joke with people and we'd be all working in the same room and I'd put my headphones on and be like guys I'm going to my office send me an email and I would just put my headphones on and it was as if I was in a different room. You know what I mean? Yes. So I'm just curious, like what your perspective is now that we have this new, you know, sort of new normal for people. Um, And, and if you guys are thinking about that or, or, or if it's just something you sort of factor in as, as Mm -hmm. a headphone company.
0: It's a good question. Um, I, I think that what you'll find with our true wireless five, and we are thinking about this as you go forward uh, into the future, because this is a, this is a big part of you being, being able to live your life now within close quarters. Um, you'll find with our True Wireless 5 that we designed it to give you extremely good sound isolation, almost scary sound isolation in some some cases, because once you have them in and you're kind of listening to your favorite uh, tunes, uh, you know, if you have them and our volume is uh, quite significant. I mean, uh, typically most people's complaint about True Wireless is you can't get enough. Volume to really rock out, and uh, I don't think you'll find that with our True Wireless Five. We've uh, we've, uh, we've tweaked the volume in a way, the amplification to give you a, a, a really fantastic user experience. Cool. But be- between that volume ability and when most people don't understand sound isolation versus ANC, but ANC, what that does is it cancels out a certain set of frequencies, and With sound isolation, it cancels out all the noise coming into your ear. And we've actually designed the ear tips to actually grab the inside of your ear. So if you select the right size ear tips uh, for your ear and you've got them on correctly, uh, you're just going to hear music. Right, uh, you're going to
1: block out ninety-eight percent of what's out there anyway. You are, in,
0: you are. It, it's yeah. all going to be gone. And well, I have well, well, one friend of mine uh, here in Hong Kong that told me that he uses them as earplugs when he sleeps. The, the sound isolation so good because uh, sometimes when we have construction or you know emergency vehicle going by. It, it could, could be a noisy city, right? Yeah. So uh, it it's significant. Uh, I think. It makes, our, it makes it easier to get a, get quality sound. And the, the key in that is, uh, and you, you think about how sound's communicated, is that if you don't have a good seal, then you're really not getting the level of music you should be getting. Uh, you're not hearing all the nuances you want to hear in your music. And that's what, it's, that's what quality music's all about.
1: Well, and I can't believe there's, there's so many people using Apple AirPods, and the the seal on those things is terrible, and plus it's plastic. The, anytime you you have a nice silicone tip or any any soft tip, it's going to seal to your ear so much better, and you're going to get so much better sound out of the deal. Um, the other thing I like is that you know you're the true wireless are 130 bucks. They're not super expensive in the grand scheme of things, and then you have pretty much everything in your line is pretty affordable. And and I I think where I'm getting is that. If there was a if there was ever a time to double down on the quality of your your headphones and you know ear earphones, it's now because a lot of people are going to be stuck working at home, and um, yeah, and so have have a look at Helm overall. And um, Eric, I'm gonna to have to wrap this up, but I I appreciate your uh, I know you guys are a small company, so it's not like you're sitting there looking at um, you know years and years and years of 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 bottom line and to be able to to reach out and do this for people is super cool and um i'm excited about it
0: i really appreciate it michael and uh thanks for having us today and uh, stay safe
1: well when i'm 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 really excited i'm going to be getting a little care package of of some of the stuff you guys have coming out and i'm really excited to check out True wireless. Cause I pretty much live in mine. Um, one of the major issues I have with, with any wireless is if I can just use one, one at a time. And I know yours do that, which is really cool. You've got a microphone in each ear and you can just use one at a time, which is great when you're just, you know, on a walk and you're on a phone call and you want to have a little bit of ambient sound in the world, but not, you know, completely shut yourself off so you don't get hit by a tractor trailer. Um, but so I love that. And, um, just all the other products that, you know, if you have a favorite pair of over the ears, you've got a really cool DAC coming out. You've got a really amazing set of planar headphones, um, which, by the way, I think probably sound the best of any headphones I've ever used. Like if I had to, to compare the quality of planar versus a, a sort of a standard driver, that, man, the planars are amazing. And just really quick, nerdy style. Are they open back or are they closed back or is there such a thing with planar? There,
0: there is a with with planers you're probably better off going with an open back The why it's the way the sound waves are communicated through magnets and you need a little air to go through there to, to you know draw you know give you the quality sound from planar magnetics but since you brought it up uh, we do have some really interesting products coming out and love to talk about them uh, again when they're ready to go to the market but yeah. we do have a uh, our db12 uh, amplifier that we co-developed with thx we have the Bolt amp deck
1: i'm excited about that i mean that, i've been using my uh you know the the oh, red one for a long time yeah, the dragonfly Right. and this right. is this and, maybe is the the next uh this is the big and, upgrade This is, both of those products are are super
0: amazing. And uh, we won awards at CES on both those products. And then to follow on that, we're gonna be coming out with our sports fan with APTX HD, triple drivers, and 25 hours of battery life. All right, well, don't go through
1: the whole, don't go through the whole product list. You're not allowed. (laughs) All right. Thank you, sir. And um, I'm looking forward to chatting again in the very near future.
0: Well, we really appreciate it. And, I think that, you know, we're on the downside of coming out of this. So I think we're going to put a smile on everybody's face.
1: I think so, too. And I really like what you guys are doing as a company.
0: Thanks for listening to Beginner Audiophile. For gear giveaways and answers to your questions, join our mailing list at beginneraudiophile.com tag pictures of your audio setup to at on Instagram until next time keep experiencing great music